Wake up, Shinigami. You're chugging bleach with the only podcast that unlocked your bunkai. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the only bleach-related podcast on the internet that watches all of it. Yes, that's right, all of bleach. If other people start, do we get to sue? Um, no, I don't oh. think that's how that works, unfortunately. But do we get sued if somebody else starts? Possible. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It depends if they're big enough and <laughs> complete assholes. <laughs> <laughs> this month, we cover episode 115. We, we covered one through 115? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, let me just start over. This month, <laughs> we cover episodes 115 through 119. We did not, in fact, watch 115 episodes leading up to this. Yeah, fun fact, it was all recap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't, we won't have to watch that many episodes until Cowboy Bebop Netflix Season 2. Uh, Stop that. I'm here with the usual hosts. I'm Bob Video Games. Got damn video games here. Sorry, I'm anime Danime. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Anime Danime. Uh, Don't like, want to infringe. Like the Final Fantasy IV love theme, I am revised. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Field for Mr. Field's Wild Ride. Bonkai. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, KZ Excellence from KZExcellent.com. I don't know. We watched Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly did. Mr. Feels having it his way because he's the Bankai King. <laughs> Yum. Uh, Bankai King, can you tell me about what Patreon does? <laughs> what the fuck is his website about? How's the email work? Well, uh, uh, Patreon is a website in which people can subscribe to content creators to get their content in exchange for a certain amount of money uh, decided by the content creators. More relevant to us, uh, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. Uh, to support us, uh, giving us five dollars or more a month gets you many benefits, such as early access to this podcast. In fact, if you're listening to this on YouTube, there is another episode waiting for you on the Patreon right now, so you can get a little bit ahead. Uh, yep. ex- extended armchair dev pitches and gamer permission permissions. When we do those shows and can't get out all of our ideas because of the horribly cruel format of those shows, and a patron exclusive show one per month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's Patreon.com/slash/GBPodcasts. If you don't have any friends, you can always help us by telling your own friends. And if you don't have any friends of your own, I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash GB podcast. Thank you, Phil. And now that we're through that, we can talk about these episodes of Bleach. Well, yeah. everyone's excited oh, to do that. Oh, that, oh that's also me. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <get> my notes. <laughs> Episode 115. Uh, there is a 70 second recap and then they redo the ending of the last episode also to kill about three minutes total. Yeah, knocked it out. <laughs> yeah, that that is awesome. I started almost hitting the point where I'm like, new episode starts. Let me just keep hitting the button till we're about at 320. Yeah, I wish that the DVDs or Blu-rays had the option that a lot of modern streaming services do of skip the intro, then skip the recap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technology's not that advanced yet, I suppose. I guess. Yeah. But uh, the Soul Reapers from last time, Rinji, Ikaku, Yumichika, Rangiku, Hitsugaya, and Rukia confront Ichigo. A bunch of literal NPCs, they have no names and barely have designs, are watching and commentating. Yeah. Uh, one of them calls Ikaku a skinhead, which I thought <laughs> was pretty funny. Uh, Rukia kicks Ichigo in the face. Rinji gets his arms under Ichigo. Rinji puts him in a full Nelson so Rukia can start beating on him. <laughs> uh, 
Everybody starts talking shit about Ichigo. Then Rangiku says she's turned on by pathetic men. Yes. <laughs> and then and then hits a, and then hits a guy uh, seethes because he knows that applies to him. The NPCs <laughs> are still watching and are like, these people are fucking freaks. And Ikaku gets mad and chases all of them off. Because I think one of them call him bald and that sets him off. Which is like, bro, you're bald. Get over it. But they acknowledged uh, it. <laughs> and uh, Hitsugaya is still is still seething. Uh, Rukia drags Ichigo out through the fucking window. Uh, she's using her fucking hollow radar and finds a hollow for Ichigo to fight. Basically kicks him in the stomach. Is like, go fucking fight it. Uh, Ichigo's getting worked because every time he tries to fight a uh, hollow, Ichigo taunts him and he chokes. Uh, this continues until Rukia gives him. The complete shonen meathead motivational speech of just get stronger, lol. Just don't die. <laughs> yeah, this is so literally weird. it. Uh, Ichi Ichigo is really stupid, so this works. Yeah, and, and Rookie even knows about the hollow Ichigo stuff. Yeah. And pretends she knows the solution, which feels like she shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, well oh. the solution is just to get even stronger so, you, so it doesn't happen. Oh. I would simply not get controlled by my inner demon. I didn't realize that's how substance addiction worked. I should just get stronger. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I am simply built different. I'm glad this took five minutes instead of an entire episode like the Bound Arc. Yeah, I was yeah. actually get, I was gonna bring up there. There are some aspects of these episodes that feel repetitive because the animators fucking did it first. And Probably because they were looking at the manga as it came out and were like, we can just do things a little bit like this. Yeah, nobody, it, nobody will notice. Yeah, that led to certain things being repetitive. But this one, I went, man, this would have been a full ass episode in the bout arc. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we hard cut. Rukia has dragged Ichigo to see Orihime. Uh, Ichigo apologizes to her because he's so weak and is like, "I swear, I'll, I, I'll protect you next time." And like her ovaries audibly turn on, <laughs> <laughs> and she and she gets all smitten. Uh, then we hard cut again. Kago is running his mouth about stupid shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm trying to make sense uh, of what he was talking about. He's like, I mixed them together and it tasted like hair tonic and I drank it. Don't you care? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, he just likes his soda fountain mixes. I, what yeah. mix can you possibly make that tastes like hair tonic? Look, they have weird Why do you soda know flavors. what hair tonic tastes like? Yeah, what the hell is this guy doing in the shower? He's drinking his mom's hair tonic or hair... I don't know. Like, I don't that, get that, it. That, that, Kago's a weirdo, so yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. well... Uh, <laughs> Mizuro, Mizuro is looking at his phone and, and ignoring him, and Kago shits and pisses over being ignored. Uh, then beautiful. they hear the Soul Reapers bickering in the classroom, and Kago goes and checks, and then he shits his pants immediately upon seeing Ikaku, because Ikaku immediately gets up in his face, and he looks like a Yakuza, kinda. Uh, Rangiku scolds Ikaku and is like, you better fucking behave or I'll tell Yachiru, and so Ikaku locks up in terror. <laughs> uh, so, so they bicker a little bit more, like it, it drowns out slowly as Kago hyperfixates on Rangiku's tits. Uh... <laughs> And then he and then he and then he pounces doing the babbling. Oh, hey, big sister, let me put on, let me help you with your shirt. And then she just. Have you ever seen Hey Arnold, yeah. where yeah. Uh, <laughs> where Hel where Helga punches the heavy breathing glasses kid in the nose every yeah. single episode? Yeah, yeah right. She basically yeah. does that move on him. She just dismissively flicks her arm up and smashes it in his face. Yeah, Rangiku. He, he goes uh, down. Patakied his ass. 
<laughs> uh, uh, then after she punches him, they leave, and then Mizuru comes by and steps on him. Uh, cut to Solid. Ichigo's house. Rukia enters Ichigo's room. Kone tries to cone all over her and gets instantly stomped. And then Kone's like, ha, this is a win for me. Kone sure is Kone. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rukia, being a spoiled rich girl, is like, man, Ichigo, your bedroom's still so small. And I'm like, this seems pretty big for Japan, especially for one guy in a family. Uh, Yuzu and Ishin, Ichigo's dad and his his housewife sister, are eavesdropping with glasses against the door. And uh, Karin's like, why are you guys freaking out? He's brought girls home before. And Yuzu basically says, yeah, but this one's cute. Yep. Uh, and then and then Karen's like, well, well, Tatsuki was only in middle school last time she came over. Maybe maybe she's hot now. And Ishin immediately is like, there's a 15 year old who's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and 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 Karen kick Karen kicks him in the face. He's yeah, I, I, do. He's really to, to fully play up the act. Otherwise, they won't buy that he's not a soul reaper. And then Karen's like, well, Ichigo's Ichigo's a seven, so it's not surprising that he could get mid girls. If he brings home Orihime, I'll be impressed. <laughs> and then Ishin says, yeah, you're right. He's he's emotionally distant and unpopular. And then Ichigo bursts out and yells at them. <laughs> uh, so they're having a conversation in Ichigo's room, uh, uh, Ichigo and Rukia. Uh, Rukia is sitting on his bed and making a very spectacular face. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yes, that is pretty solid. Uh, Ichigo's like, why am I being targeted? Then all the other Soul Reapers come out of his manhole-sized light fixture from the attic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and, and Rangiku calls Ikaku a light bulb, and he gets mad. <laughs> uh, then Kone sees Rangiku and runs the exact same bit as Kago down to the same dialogue and gets punched the exact same way. Nice. Then, uh, then Renji explains Iron Cars again. Ruki provides illustrations. Ichigo yeah. says they're bad, and she throws the sketchbook at him. Then they mention the bounce, and I get upset. <laughs> stop, yeah! stop doing that. They weren't real. Yeah, there's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened. There was also a line earlier when Rukia ran up to Orihime and forced Ichigo to apologize or whatever, or just ran up to Orihime. She says, it's been a while, or not long at all. And I'm like, wait, wait <laughs> yeah, a minute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what if both? Based on your personal timeline. <laughs> Based uh, on whether or not you read the the filler canon chart on the internet, uh, they explained that Central Forty Six are all still dead by uh, uh, ble Bleach Premonition. I don't actually know this because I forgot. Mm -hmm. Will they ever? Will, will Central Forty Six ever be back, or will they just slowly be forgotten about? I assume they'll slowly be forgotten about. Bob. I think that they will acknowledge that they're still gone, but they won't be forgotten about. It will just be like, yeah, we never filled it. <laughs> we realized that was stupid. KZ. The filler is going to rely on it and hope that the canon material never mentions them again. Yeah, I, I'm also in the, 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 the camp of just, they, they will just eventually never mention the Central 46 ever again. Uh, but because they're all dead, uh, Yamamoto, the head of the Soul Reapers, or is now totally in charge. He's like a dictator now, I guess. Oh, uh, that, that, then that seems like a great idea. <laughs> Renji then explains the squad picks. Uh, Rukia, because Ichigo knows her, and she immediately pops out like, it wasn't a nepotism pick, even though it totally was. Uh, <laughs> Ren 
Renji because he knows Rukia. Ikaku because Renji vouched for him. Yumi Chika because he's a third wheel and forced himself in after Ikaku got picked. Rangiku because Yumi Chika got picked. Uh, and then they all started fighting, so Hitsugaya had to come. Then Rangiku, like, looks out the window and talks up to Hitsugaya, who's on the roof, and is like, why didn't you also break Ichigo's things? And Hitsugaya ignores her. Well, he was on the windowsill. <laughs> he was doing that Clarissa oh, yeah, explains yeah. it all thing. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're that, like, you should have come through the ceiling with us. We didn't do much damage. <laughs> Uh, hits a guy, explains that an iron car made from a trash hollow isn't that strong, and they show footage of Grand Fisher as he does. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Owned. Uh, hits a guy, hits a guy, then explains Minos. I love uh, this. There are, Gile there are mm -hmm. Gillian, the weakest Minos. That was the one Ichigo fought way back in the first arc with Ishida. Captains can just yep. clear them, no problem. It's like fucking Dynasty Warriors to them. Uh, mm -hmm. Adhukas. Adhuchas. Adhuchas. They're smaller than Gillian's, but smart and powerful. Then Vasto Lordes. They're human size. So which one of these? Which one of these are tortillas with meat? I swear to God, I ordered the same thing from three different Mexican restaurants, and I get it's the Vasto Lordes. Is that like a chalupa? Yeah, it's a chalupa, but it has the green sauce instead of the red sauce. I, 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 I lost I, it at the fucking name Vasto Lourdes. I, That's so good. I've been waiting so long for us to hit this section because I always remember when Kyle Bear was at a con. Uh huh. And, 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 he's, and he just went and said, Welcome to the Hueco Mundo Taco Bell because he voices Eisen. And he just keeps making jokes about it. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> God, this part is so good. <sighs> Okay, I don't remember. I don't want anyone to spoil it for Dan, but I don't think that these name titles come up ever again. <laughs> like the different levels um, of, of Menos. I think the last one does, but that's it. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure they all do. <laughs> uh, but the Vasto Lords, Lordess. <laughs> Please. Uh, they're, Lord Lord yes. <laughs> they're human they size. They walk and at the table. <laughs> They're human size and insanely strong, and they're even stronger than captains. Uh, Hitsugaya says, with three captains gone, if Aizen even has ten of them, we're all doomed. And then we immediately cut to Ulkiora and Yami walking into a room with eight more of them, making ten. And Aizen's like, no, we actually have twenty. He's like, please, <laughs> tell us everything you experienced along with your 20 comrade. Yeah, tell us here in front of your 20 brothers. And the sound they make for the to be continued is hilarious. Yeah, I, I was like, thank God we're free. But, but really, uh, I, I'm really done with seeing a shadowy organization in a room that is made of rock talk to each other in relative <laughs> darkness. No, it's okay. Uh, uh, Just Dan remember, this one's real. Dan, I'm sorry. You 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 need to get out of anime. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, usually they're not in caves. Uh, yep. Uh, illustrated guide to Soul Reapers, not gold. Not gold. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't there an, an amazing on the oh, next that's time? That's true. First? We had the in the next episode. I'm going to have a dinner party at Hueco Mundo. Oh yes, that's <laughs> right. <I remember. laughs> Where's this dinner party going to be? And he goes, "That's a secret." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Wait, come on, is the Taco Bell that's won the food, uh, the the fast food wars from Demolition Man? Oh yes. 
I'm uh, sorry. Illustrated Guide, <laughs> Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Gold, uh, not Komamura golden. Wants, not, yeah, not golden. They don't say it. Uh, Komamura wants to go to the human world. He's like, I got a gi guy ready and everything. And Iba, his lieutenant who is there with him, just imagines a dog. That That's the joke. Actually, I th- I assumed it was him thinking about his gi guy, and he goes, it would be glorious. And then the other guy goes, it's unclear. Mm. I, I interpreted it as Iba imagining what it must be. Right. That's also how I sell it. <laughs> I would like to believe he's like, yeah, I can fulfill all my duties to this dog body. <laughs> Episode 116. Recap. Two minute recap. <laughs> two minute recap. Uh, this, one, yeah, I mean, this one really got me of just, man, this is an aggressive thing. And then I, and then out of interest, I just wanted to see like that, that canon filler chart thing for myself. And I forgot about that term, the curse term of mixed. <laughs> When describing what an episode's content is, yeah, because 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 that would be like the episode last time where it had the uh, fucking mod soul section where they're trying to save Cone from Grand Fisher. Uh-huh. That would be mixed. Where, where I'm just like, we're currently in that pocket where a good few of these episodes are just mixed canon, but also filler. Uh, so Yami and Elkiora are before Aizen. He's in a big cool throne. Aizen's like, tell us what you tell us. Me and your 20 brothers, what you saw. Uh, Yami kneels, Ulkiora doesn't because he's a Sigma male. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then then he rips out his own eye and crushes it and makes everybody trip balls and see what he saw. That, so sick. Uh, Ulkiora's like, everyone was so weak, I didn't kill anyone. Uh, then Grimjow, a guy with blue hair and who probably has pronouns, uh, calls them losers. <laughs> I fucking lost it because I'm like, wait, I know this blue hair guy from fighting game covers and images. God damn it, that's Grimjow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I. Meanwhile, through this show, I'm like, I know Grimjow through them showing him in the intro during the bout arc, twenty episodes in. And I'm just, I'm what just, fu- I'm just losing it over this, this moment of just like, I've had to see this bastard for decades and now I'm <laughs> yeah. finally getting context. So uh, the first thing he does is, why didn't you fucking kill him? And the other guy going, he wasn't worth killing. And he goes, yeah, what if he gets stronger than us? And he goes, well, I'll just simply kill him. And it's like, oh, that's some great logic there. <laughs> oh, Kiora, you fucking brilliant <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> did, 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 you real- know, did you know these characters are popular? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I actually went and checked the polls um Ulki no but no Grimjow is the most popular villain from this arc wow yeah that makes I, sense I, based I, on how many times I've seen that fucker around <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I figured that Ulkiora would beat him out but I didn't yeah that's crazy yeah Ulkiora has never gotten higher than 10th in a popularity poll wow that is that that breaks my brain <laughs> uh but it's really funny because Ulkiora's like, well, if well, we could maybe use Ichigo because he's probably going to get swallowed by his hollow self or implied that he somehow knows about that. And then Grimjow's like, that's fucking stupid. We'll just kill him. And Ulkiora says, well, if it causes a problem, I will. And then Aizen's basically like, Ulkiora's funny, so it sounds good to me. I'll just listen to what he says. And But Aizen rolls the R on Ulkiora really hard. He goes like, Ulkiora. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was That was great. 
We cut back to Ichigo's house and Rin, and they're just abusing Cone for no reason. They're like pulling the pill out of his mouth and shoving it back in. Yeah, it, it, it's Renji's got some ideas. Okay, that's unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I did have that written of extended Cone noises. Uh, Ichigo's like, when the fuck are you guys leaving? And they all stare. And Ichigo's like, you're not staying here. And then he points at Rangiku and says, you're especially not staying here. <laughs> and Rangiku responds by like shoving her boobs and thighs in his face. And I think this might be the first time in the series where Ichigo has like shown sexual desire towards a woman. It is. It like, is. I feel like, I feel like he's never been like tempted before this scene. I mean, Rangiku's literally like, sitting here and she's gonna strip and then when he's like, no, don't unbutton your shirt. What the hell are you doing? She starts lifting her skirt. She is, um, he's like, no, mm, stop, yeah, I, stop. Come on. The, the iconic Rangiku horror moments. Uh, we cut ahead a little bit and Rangiku's like, I'll just stay with Orihime because she's a pushover and won't say no. <laughs> I also really appreciate her saying, it's okay, I'll earn my keep to stay here as she's doing that. I'm like, how many times has Rangiku done this before? What is this character's backstory? I, I all of a sudden I'm interested. Cone <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm. uh, goes into cone delusions over the idea of Rangiku and Orihime living under the same roof and gets hit again. Hit, uh, she invites mm. Hitsugaya to come with her, and he's like, "I'd rather gargle lead mouthwash." <laughs> and then he goes with her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he but he he lives on the roof instead. <laughs> Uh, Ikaku and Yumachika are like, we're gonna go live in a dumpster and walk off. (laughs) Where they belong. (laughs) And, uh, Renji says he's gonna go live with Urahara. Ichigo says, says, Rukia, where are you gonna stay? And she stares at him for one beat and then immediately runs for his room. Yes. Uh, Ikaku and Yumachika sense a hollow and are like, it's not our fucking job. Keep walking, which is relatable. (laughs) Like, they, they have a fucking guy assigned to this. Leave it to him. Yeah, the, the Afro-man. Uh, we cut to Tatsuki in her room thinking about the weird stuff she'd seen. That's it. That's that scene. Yeah, I thought that she was in the same room as Orihime for a moment, but then it's like, no. That no, was she's, just a she's, cutaway. She, yeah. Uh, Orihime is talking to her dead brother's photo and moping that Ichigo doesn't want a piper. Uh, we, then we get one shot of Chad laying in bed with clinical depression. <laughs> uh, then we cut back to Ichigo's house and Rukia is telling a sob story about being a homeless girl and Ishin and Yuzu fall for it really hard as Ichigo is melting in the background behind her then Rishin, Ishin runs over to a cartoonishly massive glam shot poster of Ichigo's mom and starts saying honey it's so grand we have a third daughter now yeah, every time they have the gigantic poster of, of his of Ichigo's mom, it's it's great. It's always good yes. stuff. Uh, and and, and Karin's like side eyeing Rukia really hard. Uh, Keigo and Mizuru are walking home. Uh, Keigo is rambling about boobs or fucking whatever. He's Keigo. Mizuru is still ignoring him. Keigo sees a dragon looking hollow and freaks out a little bit. Uh, then we get a shot of the hollow teeth portals opening up all over. And uh, yeah. Grim Zhao is inside one. <laughs> and he oh. 
here is gigantic. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking huge for some reason, and the sound effect is like digitized, a bit crushed sky farts. Like <laughs> it's so intense, and I'm like, what is the sound? Why is he so big? <laughs> I didn't have a because sense of scale on Grimjow. This motherfucker is like a skyscraper. <laughs> He uh, must be one of those adhooches. Yes. Uh, Ron- Rangiku arrives at Orihime's house, and Orihime folds instantly, and Rangiku starts molesting her. That's yeah. that's about uh, the the yeah. yeah. That's what happened. Uh, yeah. Hitsuge is Hitsuge is brooding on the roof, and she's like, "People are gonna think you're a weird elementary school silver-haired criminal." But he's just like, <sighs> uh, "Rangiku is taking a bath. Her and Orihime are talking through the door." Uh, or he may mopes about about not being able to help Rukia and I mean not being able to help Ichigo and Rukia being the one to cheer him up, and she she's going into like a like they're starting to form like a weird love triangle angle, which would normally I would think is pretty bad, but at least Or he may lives fucking alone because everyone is dead. Yep. Uh-huh. So it makes a little more sense that she'd be emotionally vulnerable. Then Rangiku just gets out of the bath, and falls on her. Yeah, she's aggressively nude, calls her a silly girl, and then tickles her and to make her feel better. And her. This is a yeah. very special episode of Bleach. <laughs> we learned a and lot. Rangiku, and Rangiku basically says, Orihime, even if he fucks Rukia, he'll also fuck you. Just calm down. Yeah, he. she literally goes, Ichigo needs two women. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, and then Orihime literally cries in relief over this realization. Anyway, back to the teeth portals. <laughs> yeah, back to Skyford <laughs> with, with the incredibly large man. Uh, a bunch of Iron Car pop out. There's Grimjow and five other dipshits. Uh, one of the dipshits says they sense strong powers and everyone closes their eyes to do like a radar pulse uh, to find them. They say, open your pesquisas. And I go, what does <laughs> yeah! pesquisa mean? I look it up. It means search. <laughs> it's like a yeah, no, I love this guy so much. Yeah, th- this is this is this is uh this is the a lot of the hollow stuff in this arc has the energy of like uh how the fucking Street Fighter 4 character is just the strong. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. They're like Welcome to the Hueco Mundo archive. We call it the Biblioteca. I just can't deal with the fact one episode invented... Well, I guess it's two episodes. Last episode gave us Vasto Lordes, and this episode gave us Pesquisas. And I love it, and I hope they keep this up. Uh, Grimjow says they must have called for reinforcements because Ulkiora was a cuck and didn't kill everyone. Uh, the dipshit's names are D-Roy, Shaolong, Ederod... Nakim and Ilfort. Good job and, uh, writing all this down. Yeah. 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 I, I had to go back multiple times. Of course. I'm like, you're saying them so fast. <laughs> I, I only got one of them that's in a fight later. <laughs> and my only note about them in here is uh, I guess they're better than the bounce lineup. Uh, Bob's like, hey, do you want me to go back so we can write these down or so you can write these down? He says to me, and I'm just like, something tells me that it won't be that important long term that I remember all of their names. And one of the things that happens is one of them basically says that back at the TV and I lose it. I love this fucking show. Grimjow is like, go kill anyone who's even a little bit strong. Uh, We cut back to Ichigo and Rukia. Rukia is coping because Ichigo's dad gave her an actual room and she wanted to live in the hole. 
And it's like, I even, I even brought stuff to make the hole comfier, like a pillow and a blanket and a little fake window I can put on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was top tier. Yeah, I loved that so much. Uh, we cut to Renji getting tea from Aruru, I think. And, and were all these shots that I'm about to describe end, end or start, I forget which, whether they end or start, with like them showing it from the perspective of the, of the hollows doing their sensing like it shows the yeah. little spirit yeah, flames like and, then little it, flames it is and then it fades into the it scene is presented in pesquisa's vision <laughs> yeah yes so so we just get a scene of renji getting tea from ururu we cut we cut to yumachika and ikaku they're in a they're in a convenience oh no they're on a roof having bought rice balls and then we flash back to them buying the rice balls as Ikaku goes on a deranged rant about excess and the waste of modern consumerism, except it's actually just him being a crazed conspiracy theorist, Vic Lull. Baldy sitting there and being like his Seinfeld bit of like, it says it's handmade, but it's fully stocked and they replace it multiple times a day. I really doubt that employee could have done it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this fucking sitcom that invaded? <laughs> uh, we, we, Rangiku ate all of Orihime's food and then they're eating ice cream and they do the standard shonen girl character jibber-jabber. Yeah, Not bo- really both relevant. Of the, both of them are food freaks. The toppings for the ice cream are like weird as hell. Yeah, because Orihime's strange. She a freak, uh, but so is Rangiku. Then, we, <laughs> then, it, then, it, then at the end, Grimjah's just like, kill them all! Uh, illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Not still golden. Not they golden. still don't say it. <sighs> Uh, Hannah Taro is delivering mail to the rest of the medical division. <laughs> so, uh, some NPC who, who doesn't have an, who, who who has a name but barely has a design, and I'm pretty sure was made up for this, is getting a ton of mail from women. And then blonde sunglasses guy copes that he's unpopular with women. That's it. That's that joke. Uh, two minute recap. Uh, <laughs> That's the special of this set. Uh. Uh, Ichigo senses the new guys. Ruki has them all on radar and says they're just going towards anybody with spiritual pressure. So literally everyone you know is now in danger, Ichigo. Uh, she says, or he may save Kazurangiku and Hitsugaya, but Chad is probably in danger. And all the Soul Reapers being very proactive sense these people and actually go to fight. Yeah, it's nothing like the Bath uh, at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they all get there immediately. <laughs> I'd like to see like Bount Arc cannon cut where they show up in Soul Society and every captain immediately confronts them in vaporize. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, man, that was a great four episode arc. Yeah. Um, honestly, that I would forgive that arc so much. <laughs> they just they just come out of the portal like in front of Ukitake and he just vaporizes them all. It's just the movie when they airdrop Zaraki. <laughs> yeah, when they airdrop Kenpachi and the problem is solved. God, this is uh, reminding me. I, I, I met with my brother for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. Somehow Bleach came up and he's like, oh, yeah, that bound dark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Damaged. I thought this was going to be like. Oh, maybe they saw the trailer for, for, you know, the upcoming Bleach anime. No, that bout arc, man. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Uh, <laughs> it does damage. You know that now. I do, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I will carry this for scar me, forever. Having watched it recently. Uh, Xiao Long and Nakim confront Rangiku and Hitsugaya. 
They're really fast. That's like their primary trait at this point. Uh, Hitsugaya and Shaolong introduce themselves to each other, and then Hitsugaya basically does that fucking Austin Powers 3 thing where he's like, just lay down, you have no chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ilfort confronts Renji, Ederod confronts Yumichika and Ikaku, and Chad runs out to discover D-Roy, who is a little fucking dweeb with, like, zipper teeth, and talks like ah. he has braces and a poorly tightened retainer. So he talks like this. <laughs> Hey, really yeah. his fucking going? <laughs> the, the zipper teeth are only the top row. The bottom are normal. Yeah, they literally designed it so it looked like he was wearing braces or a retainer, but it's just how his teeth look. <laughs> it's a very unfortunate fucking, uh, skull face mask that he got integrated to his head. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Eisen, I, I guess Eisen must have gone to the fucking Cueco Mundo anime club to pick up this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he immediately tries to kill Chad, but Ichigo sh uh, shows up and catches his hand because he's trying to do like the Android 21 or Android 20 impaling arm thrust move. Yeah. Uh, Chad has a minor breakdown that such an obvious jobber was about to kill him. Understandable. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Ichigo's like, man, you need to get out. Uh, Chad, I'm trying to be nice here, but you, you need to leave. Uh, so he does, but he's, but he's coping about so it. Bad. Yeah, Chad basically uh, Rudy, runs off crying. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Rukia tells Ichiko to get back and says she'll fight him. She has her sword again as a real character again. Oh my uh, god. She gives a completely bullshit nonsensical explanation of how she got her powers back in relation to the Bound Arc. It doesn't matter at all. It's not real. It also contradicts actual canon because they explained that her Gigai was somehow damaged and that's why she wasn't getting her powers back when she wasn't getting her powers back because the Hogyoku was inside her. That was the explanation for why that shit was fucked up is because fucking uh, Urahara put the Hogyoku inside her. Sure. That makes a lot it more has sense. It nothing to do with the Bound Arc. Uh, here's an explanation, uh, and uh, here's how it totally makes sense with the Bound Arc. <laughs> it's like, I need uh, you to stop ending important This is, this is like this? a fuck... This this is like a five minute long explanation, so I just have to imagine D Roy standing there waiting as they explain the bound arc. Oh, it's so good. It is. It's it's yep. rough. <laughs> Maximum bleach. Uh Ichigo shits on everyone who came to help during the bound arc. It's like none of you motherfuckers helped at all. <laughs> you, none of you achieved anything. He's not wrong. That, He's, you know. that, that filler arc was 45 episodes. Maybe if you had had your shit together, it could have been 20. Uh, but uh, but Rukia, Rukia had popped out of her Gigai uh, using the soul candy she had originally wanted, who is a hyperactive ginky girl named Chappie. Yeah, Chappie. Uh, Ichigo then says, man, I think Cone was actually a better option than this. Yeah, considering how unhinged this this one seems to be, I get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, D-Roy's like, I'm fucking sick of waiting and attacks Rukia. Oh, it was great. There's uh, like no words or anything. He just immediately just does a thing. And I'm like, yeah, that is, this is a perfect setup and delivery because, man, that really was going for a while. Uh, D-Roy introduces himself and Rukia tries to and he's like, it doesn't fucking matter because I'm going to kill you. Change I don't like. In the subs, this character never says kill. He always says thrash. Huh. And I think that's a much cooler, like, I think that's a better character trait is for him to use the word thrash. Listen here, baby. I'm going to own you. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Oh, it, it, uh, it, it needs. Uh, uh, uh. 
Uh, and then Ruki is like, well, you should at least remember my sword. Dance. Soden, Soden Oshira Yuki? Yes, you got it. And then she uses uh, uses its attack, Soma no Mai Sukishiro, and makes, makes like an ice moon on the ground under him, and he starts to freeze. And then he escapes. And then he babbles like, idiot i'm i'm good at flying so your power is useless and then the ice moon makes an ice laser that eviscerates him it was, <laughs> it was really good they're like it has max range just anywhere within this circle meanwhile chappy has ichigo in a fucking arm lock on his back and is saying cutesy things while like break audibly crushing his bones <laughs> stronger than karia and, and Ruki's like, what the hell are you doing? And uh, then Chappie gasses up Ruki's Zanpakuto and calls it Pwitty. Uh, and then resumes breaking all of Ichigo's bones while explaining that uh, Byakuya was keeping Ruki's career in the dumpster so she wouldn't be in danger. She also uh, she also replaces verbs with hop in the subs. Yes. But they, they remove that for the dubs, which I think is sad. She just and she she's also like, just she, ends sentences with that word out of yeah. nowhere. Because in the sub, she's like, I guess I gotta hop your arm, and she crushes it. <laughs> uh, 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 then Grimjout, then, then they like sent somebody with a huge dick, and there's like, oh, the funny scene's over. And Grimjout shows up. Uh, he's R in car six, so he's pretty fucking high up there, considering D Roy was like 18 or some irrelevant number. Uh, we cut to Renji and Ilfort. He does the roar Zabimaru thing, and it just gets back, just gets backhanded. Then, and this is real, like, I understand what happened here from a writing perspective. Mm -hmm. Kubo was like, I really have to gas Rukia up for her first fight. Mm -hmm. Her first real fight. So I, she really needs to own this guy. But these characters are supposed to be really strong. So we get Ederod and Ilfort being like, this looks like D-Roy died. Oh, we expected that. That dude was like, useless. And they start laughing. That guy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did we need to cut to everyone saying that? <laughs> this is another thing that happened in the Bount arc, I feel like. Yes. Is it like every time a Bount died, every surviving Bount was like, eh, loser. Especially those twins. <laughs> God, I, don't, I, I barely remember them because they were at the start. Good for I, you. I just remember. I will always remember anyone who died to Ganju. Yeah, I mean, Ganju has a higher kill count for most of the Bount Dark than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ichigo should be like, Ganju held more than most of you. <laughs> uh, Kago, we cut to Kago. He's wandering around in the dead of night to buy juice for his sister. Afro Soul Reaper runs past him while making an ambulance sound. Uh, he tells Kago to get lost or he'll die. And Kago's too fucking stupid to parse this and just think he's in, in a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, he just already had the gummy. <laughs> Wandered out into the streets to go to the vending machine and he thinks he's in a TV show right now. I, I did. This is the moment that I felt like I was going insane where I'm like, this is the exact same bound arc. Yeah, it right? sure <laughs> fucking is. Well, Keiko's even wearing the same outfit. That's what killed me. He's mm -hmm. now in the, oh, the bound oh. arc. I got stabbed by the insect outfit. <laughs> yeah, that that was, it was just it was killing me. Where I'm like, we're just gonna go through every bound arc motion, but good, right? Is that is that like our goal? Yeah, here? That, that, that's that what's does on seem the like menu. what's going to happen. Uh, the wall near him explodes. Then he shits his pants. Then Ikaku shows up and he shits his pants some more. 
Uh, then Ederod is there, and Ikaku extorts Kago and is like, I'll save your life from this guy, but you need to give me and Yumichika somewhere to live. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Ikaku asks for Ederod's name, but he's like, no, 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 I'm gonna, no, I'm, you're going to die, it really doesn't matter. And then Ikaku goes on this really dumb speech where it's like, Someone who dies should needs to know the name of the person who killed them. I teach everyone I train that. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reaper. Still not, not golden. Not golden. <laughs> uh, Soifan receives a report from her Stealth Force jobber guys. Uh, their surveillance photos. Their creep shots of Yoruichi and she starts gushing. So uh, this is the, the first time the Stealth Force has been useful, useful for anything, right? How unfortunate. Yeah, yeah ex 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 except Urahara probably took them. <laughs> How like, there's unfortunate. There's no way Stealth Force snuck into his shop. Yeah, but they, they knew who to pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, episode 118, two-minute recap, minute and a half, minute and a half of the previous episode. Ooh. Uh, Ikaku and uh, Edorod start fighting. Ikaku's like, bro, pull out your sword. Ederod's like, I don't need to use my sword. And then Ikaku immediately forces him to use the sword to block. Then they start playing Ashida's theme for some reason. Yeah. It's really unclear what pushed him to pull out the sword. Like, he, he was going on his rant about how he's iron skin, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, 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 I'm worried about my iron skin. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, Ikaku, and, and, Ikaku's... He's like, you moved Ikaku, too fast, so now I'm scared. Ikaku's like, you have good instincts. You knew I could have cut through your iron skin or some shit like that. Uh, Kago's just watching and like like fucking disassociating. Yumichika shows up and he's like, I'm not gonna help because Ikaku's dick is huge. And Ikaku wouldn't want me to help anyway because he's insane. And then Kago, Kago's like, your squad's philosophy is really stupid. And Yumichika goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stares up in the distance. <laughs> uh, Edorod has one of those you can only attack five times in a row internal monologues. Where he's like, he holds his sword in the left hand, so I know that his attacks will never come from his right hand. So I have him figured out. And then he immediately gets owned by him at switching what hand he holds his sword in. It's also yeah. really get, funny because he's been hitting him with the scabbard this whole time. <laughs> so he's attacking uh, with both hands. But it's not the sword, so it doesn't matter, I guess. Uh, he has a long inner monologue about Ikaku's fighting style some more. But and then like hits him with a big punch with like a big energy punch. Nikaku's like, man, that was a good punch. You knocked out some of my teeth and then spits them out and throws them aside. Uh, and Nikaku's like, but I can tell I'll force you to use your sword in only six more attacks. And Edorod's like, no, I'll just use it now. <laughs> so he yells, awaken Volcanica. <laughs> and Bob, the sick uh, guitars start again quick question Bob can yeah. you draw Volcanica from memory <laughs> yes <laughs> which gen was Volcanica uh, it's probably Camel <laughs> gen 3 uh, the, sick, the sick guitars start again he gets covered in like magma armor and it becomes giant arms and he get am I insane or does he start talking in slightly of with an accent now I don't I don't know uh, I don't know. Because he's talking this? funny. I don't know why. Isn't this dude Jet from Cowboy Bebop? I, do, I don't know who voice acted oh, him. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy was the guy who was Jet, right, Bob? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. it was very... He was straight up Jet. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it now that you're, you're saying it. I can remember <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, 
we cut back to Grimjow approaching Rukia and Ichigo. I think it's funny how many of the Iron Car have guy liner. Yes. It's a very strong decision. I, 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 I didn't I, have standards. That, that's part of the uh, yeah, that's part of the that's part of the fucking uniform. Yep. <laughs> uh he he's like which of you uh, which of you two are stronger? Oh, I guess it must be the guy and then immediately impales Rukia on his arm. And then he basically goes women and tosses her in the gutter. Which is his second use of just going, huh, women, since introduced. Man, we really did get uh, uh, Uchi, or Rukia getting gassed up and then immediately owned. Yep. It's, well, well, well th- that's the shonen manga way. Well, this guy's strong. So we have to establish how cool Grimjow is by having him eviscerate someone. Yes. Yeah, w- Yeah. when when Phil said it's like, we gotta gas Rukia up, I, oh, <laughs> I physically cringed going, well, for at least the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it, it would have been like three months in the monk, probably. Uh, we cut back to Ederod. He explains that an Arncar's release is a transformation that reveals their true form, not a weapon that changes. Then he shoots a giant jet of flame at Ikaku that would have killed 10,000 people if they weren't fighting on a totally linear road. Uh, then Yumichika pulls, is like, pulls out his cell phone and is like, you guys need to set up one of those no collateral damage zones and set them up on everybody else, too. <laughs> Why didn't we do this to start with? Uh, then he calls in a funeral for Hikaku. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. And Kei goes like, you think he's going to die? Uh, then the animation gets really good and Ederod starts bodying Ikaku pretty hard. Oh, yeah, it was good. The, him yelling at him as he's about to charge him and stuff. Oh, man, there's a lot of good animation here. Him getting punched through that building was pretty great looking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. Every, this looks it looked real good here. Uh, Ikaku whips out his Shikai and just gets fucking eviscerated again. Uh, he gets up a third time and Ederod's like, you should know when to give up. There's no shame in a warrior knowing when he's lost. Then he does a really big inferno punch. Ikaku just fucking takes it on his back. He's like, well, I didn't want to do this, but I guess I gotta. And he uses Bonkai. A big storm kicks up and destroys windows and cuts power lines. The power lines almost kill Kago. Uh, the spear becomes two giant swords connected to like a weird cleaver with chains. It's cool looking. Nikaku's like, don't praise it yet. I haven't killed you with it. <laughs> uh, and they go at it. Ikaku cuts through his punch and almost cuts one of his arms off. Ederod says he can still win because Ikaku's Bankai is purely focused on physical power and melee combat. Ederod then says, well, to defeat the guy whose entire thing is power, I will also use power. <laughs> He's it's, very smart. It's very, very smart, actually. <laughs> And then Ikaku is like spinning his spinning the whole thing by the cleaver and is like, my sword takes a while to get powered up, but every time I attack or get attacked, I get stronger. That's my passive skill. Uh, and they clash and there's a big explosion. He's literally got a super Il- meter for freaking Street Fighter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, illustrated Guide to Soul Reaper is not golden. Not golden. I still don't say it. Uh, Renji tells Byakuya while he's in the human world, Byakuya doesn't have to go to the lieutenant's meeting. And Byaki's like, it is my job to make sure that all of my subordinates' duties are taken care of while they're gone. And he's like, if Ruki is gone, do you also go to the Soul Society Women's Association meetings? And then he just smirks. That That's the best one of these we've gotten. Yeah. It's in- incredible. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's everything I want out of these. Just a slight chuckle smirk. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this, this is great. 
119. There's no recap. Unfortunately, to balance that, we open in a flashback. <laughs> yeah, I wish it were just opening in a flashback. <laughs> uh, Ikaku's wandering around like one of the Soul Society slums. God, Soul Society's a fucking shithole. Absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. the only thing that's got together is the actual Seirite. Everything else seems to be this. Uh, Yumichika is like, bro, stop fighting people. And then and Ikaku's like, no, if, there's, if I beat up everyone strong here, we'll just go somewhere else. And we get narration about him being an outcast because he keeps getting into fights. Uh, he comes to a new slum and is like, somebody here must be strong, fight me! And everybody's impoverished and scared and he hears a little girl giggle and for some reason thinks he's it's a fighter because he's fucking stupid. Uh, he finds Yachiru. She's like, you better leave because Kenpachi's in a good mood. And he's like, I'm not afraid of Kenpachi. And she's like, no, when he's in a good mood, he'll kick your ass even harder. Uh, but he's too hyped up on violence to listen. Then Kenpachi stands up and we get a 5'11 versus 6 foot moment where Kenpachi is just towering <laughs> over him. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if this makes 100% sense because I thought that there was something of the, the squad 10 captain or whatever his squad is. He's just always named Kenpachi so he wouldn't take that name until he became that. But maybe I'm making that yeah, I don't, up. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Ikaku wants to run. Uh, but he says he'll fight anybody, so he can't run. Then Kenpachi reveals he could apparently go Super Saiyan even before he was a Soul Reaper, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Because he just crackles with energy. And Yumichika's like, bro? Bro? <laughs> and Ikaku's like, no, it's fine. Don't help at all. Uh, so they fight. Uh, Ikaku is not getting instantly killed, but is pretty much just getting owned. Uh, Kenpachi cuts him down, and Ik Ikaku seethes and tells Kenpachi to kill him. Kenpachi's like, I'm not obligated to kill you. Just consider it your lucky day and come back and try to fight me later. You, you don't control me. You lost. <laughs> uh, then Ikaku monologues about searching for Kenpachi but not being able to find him. Then let, we cut to who knows how much later. It's unclear. Uh, Yumichika explains that Kenpachi became a Soul Society captain by killing the last guy in one blow. Then uh, they're like, we better go check it out. And then uh, Kenpachi is doing fucking new employee orientation. And he's like, I don't, I don't care about I don't care about anything about you except whether or not you're strong. And Ikaku and Yumichika are like, hell yeah, from the back. Yeah, it's like, how are they already there? They just found out in the last scene that he became a captain. And now they're already Soul Reapers and in his squad. This is confusing. <laughs> uh, we, we get some scenes of them fighting big caterpillar hollows under Kenpachi's leadership. Uh, they they all have a contest on how who can kill the most big caterpillar hollows. The caterpillar hollows have strong, wacky arm, inflatable two man energy. Yeah, <laughs> we cut we cut forward again, and uh, Renji comes to meet Ikaku and asks Ikaku to train him. So they go up into the mountains and show them sparring, and Renji gets owned eleven times in a row. <laughs> Is this when he learns that he can only attack three times in a row too? <laughs> Yeah, well, see, this training is why that is why Ichigo's read of him didn't work because he'd gotten better because of it. <laughs> uh, he's like, Ikaku's like, why do you want to be strong? And Renji's like, I need to surpass someone. Then we flash forward again, and they uh, seem to tie because they hit each other with their shikai. And Ikaku's like, okay, you're trying to get out. Leave me alone. Uh, Renji asks why Ikaku is hiding his bonkai because he can tell he can use bonkai. 
And then Ikaku's like, I don't want to tell you I have my reasons. And next time we fight, it'll be to the death. And I'm like, why do you think you're going to fight again? You're on the same side. Because it would be pretty cool. Because <laughs> you're a dipshit? I mean, yeah, that's, that's Kenpachi's thing, too. Uh, we cut forward again to uh, post-Aizen. Rinji asks Ikaku to become a captain, and he says no. If he, had to be, if he became a captain, he wouldn't, couldn't work for Kenpachi anymore. Forehead. Okay. <laughs> uh, Renji's like, okay, sir, I'll just go. Uh, we finally cut back to the present and see the result of the big explosive clash. Ikaku's Bankai broke and he falls out of the sky, but Edorod has half his body missing. That's <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> hilarious. Yeah. By the way, I clocked it. Uh, the episode finally gets out of the flashback at... Da -da 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 -da. 20 minutes and 53 seconds in. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yumichika's just like, hell yeah, and then the episode ends. Yep. <laughs> what a way to end uh, this set. <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, illustri illustrated Guide to Gold Soul Reapers. Not I think golden. they actually say golden this time. I don't think they yeah. did, but it was the actual radio show. Yeah, I think that this is the only one that was golden. So we're now in the in the context of the radio show being real and not a construction of of meta metafiction. Yeah. Uh Hanataro comes in with like like a bag I think and and Kone immediately steals his body. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's like he like, yeah. and he's his, like uh, his soul candy <laughs> thing out into Hanataro's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like I don't really like this little twink, but women do, so I'm going to sexually conquer Soul Society. And then that's the end of the thing. And presumably this will continue in future episodes. <laughs> he's, he's just like, a horrible arc. <laughs> he's like, next episode, I'm going to fuck. And then he does the Vegeta thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that was it. Yeah, thank you so much, Feel, for getting us through all of those. I think this is a pretty cool set of episodes. Yeah, and feel yeah, recap for 115 solid. episodes pretty fast. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but now we need to get on to our segments. First up, the best dress. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm glad that we got this flashback episode just so I had anything new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I will let KZ go first. I'm gonna pick Grimjow because he is now a character. He is now he is now a character, and he has what I'm looking for in cool antagonist, where he dresses a little a little bit like a whore, where it's just like a little baby shirt, mostly just to show off that chest. When when they did that group shot of him with uh his crew, and he's the only one that looks good. Yeah, it really stands out among that set of jobbers. <laughs> Yeah, like like there's one of them that had like the 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 the, the helmet that's shooting off to the left, and I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> um, I'll go next. I'm gonna choose flashback Kimpachi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he look. looks very dirty, but I, I don't know what kind of works. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say pre or post removing cloak because he just kept like a a table sheet on him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Post-removing cloak quotation marks. <laughs> but yeah, he's got like some baggy pants and wrapped stomach, and he has his hair down. This is before he gets the bells and that silliness. Uh, Mr. Fields, do you have anyone? 
Uh, I'm going to go with Flashback Yumichika. I'm so fucked. I think that's a pretty neat look. <laughs> yes, I thought Flashback uh, Yumichika was pretty good, too. He, he looks great. I like, the context, I like the context that that Peacock shit was something he did later. Yes, that is also really good. Yeah, yeah. he's still trying to look flashy, but he's clearly very poor. All I, right, I Dan. Get, I, I get luck. on my knees, and I, and I thank Bob for being so kind to me this episode, giving it to me first. No one's been this kind. Bob, there's nothing. <laughs> it's like uh, naked Rangiku. <laughs> she wore a great smile. Eisen. <laughs> uh... You know, choose Eisen, but he didn't earn it this time. <laughs> he, he, he didn't really know. No. He rolled those R's. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say Rangiku in the school uniform. <sighs> she looked great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I was really worried that I wasn't going to pick be picked first and I'd have to be like uh, the big guy when he transforms. <laughs> that's desperate. Yeah, that, that was not good. <laughs> Jen's best yeah. dressed this John Deere tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like how he has like a, I I know there's like some mech that has shoulders like that. Uh, it reminds so me. I think that kind of look. It reminds me of Zand. <laughs> uh, oh, Idian, Idian, oh, yeah. Idian. Okay. So he has kind of like an Idian thing going on, and I think that part of his design is cool. I I like the jet thrusters he has inside the arms. Like when those release fire, that's cool. In defense of my pick, that other character said that he didn't realize school uniforms could be a weapon until he saw her in it. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, Kago didn't realize that. Sure. Yeah, sure. He, he, <laughs> sure. That's what he yeah. said, and I trust him. All right, Dan. How's up? On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you to continue watching Bleach? <laughs> this ending was really demotivating, but I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm going to give this a nine. Nice. Nice. We are, like, right in that startup for I, cool art. Dude, I was hyped about Trente. I'm excited about DACC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I genuinely started smiling while watching parts of this where I'm like, finally, man! <laughs> Who even knows when we'll get to Bente, but I'm very excited. <laughs> okay, Phil, did you bring any insane trivia? <laughs> that may or may not be true. <laughs> that may or may not be true, yes. Uh, Grimjow is named after Nicholas Grimshaw, the English architect who designed uh, those, if you've ever seen, like, the big bubble buildings. Oh. Hmm. Those are one of his. Now, is this true or false? KZ. No. Dan. False. Bob. Yeah, I just, it seems too real, so no. Uh, that shit's true. God oh my damn God. it! This guy! Fuck off! Uh, and his surname <laughs> came from uh, Gégel Le Couchard, the fucking Swiss watchmaker. <sighs> that, oh my God, I hate it. Jesus fucking Christ. Stupid. So, oh my God. All right. Why Thank you, Phil. Thank you so much. <laughs> Vasto Lourdes actually came from the time Kubo stopped at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> 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 All right. That means we're down to our final segment mm -hmm. where we rate the show on our tightness scale. Patented, I swear. Mm -hmm. uh, it mm -hmm. goes zero to 25. So that means we could rate all of these a zero and they'd earn no points. That'd be crazy, right? 
That would be crazy. Yep. Okay. Mr. Feel, how tight was this? <laughs> I'm going to give these a 20 because I, I really like Grim Jow. I think there was a lot of funny bits in these episodes. We had some stuff that looked good. I didn't. I don't really give a enough of a shit about Ikaku to care about his flashback at all. But his Bankai is cool, and he had a cool looking fight. That's fair. And Rook and Ru, and Rookie got to do something. I'll go ahead and go next. Uh, I'm going to give it a 17 because I feel like that Ikaku flashback really did weigh it down. I think some of that was interesting, but we probably only need like half of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that really is just what weighs it down. Mm. The rest of the, these episodes were pretty good. Um, maybe too much focus on Ikaku in general, but hey, they want to do that, sure. But see, that much focus on Ikaku made you believe he was going to die here, right? No. Oh. <laughs> Just me, huh? <laughs> I, I no, mean, never considered that. I guess now I'm gonna have to think back to my first time watching this and be like, I think I would. I bought in, so I get it. Because here's the thing. He's Ikaku is an important character, but he is so jobber core that I could see them being yeah. like, this would be a great exit point for this character to give this some gravity. Right. He's so, he's literally the first obstacle of that arc. And I'm like sitting here and I'm like, I'm not convinced he's going to die, but it could happen. Uh, Dan, what do you think of these episodes? How tight were they? Uh, they were pretty damn tight. Honestly, I, I'm a big fan of the set of episodes. The only bad one was the last one, which was still cool at times and had some neat stuff in it. Really great animation, uh, especially in the last few episodes. Uh, I'm going to give it a 21. This was this was exciting stuff and I really enjoyed it. And holy shit. Give me more nouns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Pesquisas was the best word in Bleach so far. Because <laughs> like, this is going to be the dumbest shit when I... Yeah, it's search. <laughs> <laughs> All right, KZ. What do you think? Oh, this was really solid. Um, I've been looking forward to us really starting to dig into this arc. Um, I remember when I first, first saw it, I did not expect him to actually one have a Bonkai for it to look that sick. Uh, that last episode really stops it from being like especially good for me um especially when the content after the flashback is he won uh but <laughs> <laughs> that man's missing his legs the end <laughs> the, 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 that really hammered it home for me so the best i can give it is a 20 i would i wanted to go higher but <laughs> the fact that it's just like the flashback has ended it is 20 and a half minutes into this episode <laughs> Part of me actually enjoyed the flashback, but I couldn't shake the feeling that if I rewatched what we had seen so far, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, there are so many weird inconsistencies within the flashback. I just, I just couldn't shake the feeling. I didn't have anything salient to point my finger at, but there was just this general feeling I had of this is neat, but does this make sense? <laughs> I, I will say this: I probably would have been nicer on this flashback. If I wasn't forced to be given fake Kenpachi flashbacks in the last arc. Yeah, I... I oh, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I would totally be interested in rewatching all of Bleach to date, but skipping the Bound arc. Just to get the cannon back injected into my veins. Yeah, now it is all murky with that Bound arc that lasted way too long. I used to see yeah. clearly, but now there's nothing but fog. <laughs> and, and it's like, here's Kenpachi, you know. Back then, I'm like, I know. I know you showed me that literally twice in one arc. 
Well, it was something that was in the manga for a second, so they were able to steal it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, all right. <sighs> oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about it while, when we were going through it, but it was really great in the, on the next time segment where Yachiro is still trying to plan Ikaku's funeral, even though he was alive. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It, apparently it's too late to cancel. They arranged it too much already, and she's really committed. <laughs> But that's it for Chugging Bleach this month. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Now go home till next month when we record more Bleach content. Yeah. They have to stay in their homes the entire month? Yes. We don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. <laughs> you have to go somewhere else to drink your bleach. <laughs> thanks for listening. Chugging Bleach as a podcast is only possible thanks to the wonderful support of our patrons over on patreon.com slash gbpodcast. If you're interested in supporting us, maybe getting Chugging Bleach as a show a little bit early, or the various other exclusive podcasts we have, whether they're extensions of our regular shows, the Cursed Content by Committee and its commentary tracks, or Bless Blunt and Blub, head on over to patreon.com slash gbpodcast and pitch in $5 or more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.